I have this saying that kind of guides my life and um, it creates a little bit of emotional tension for me in my own life. But the, this belief, the saying says, says this, you are what you eat. You are what you think you are the sum of your choices. Isn't that good? You are what you eat. You are what you think you are the sum of your choices. I like that one. Now, we're not going to talk about diet or mentality today, although we could. And I hope a lot of what we do talk about hits this idea of mentality, because I do believe that the leadership mentality is incredibly important, which is why in our talks episode, we are focusing on personal mastery. I think that's uh, mastery over your mind. So what we're talking about right now, I think it's incredibly important for you uh, as a leader and then for your organization, for your team. Let's talk about this idea of making choices, making decisions. This has been on my mind recently in recent uh, days and weeks. When we get ready to make choices, how should we make choices? Now, again, there's a whole podcast. There's probably an entire series I could do on, on, on decision making. And maybe we will, actually. That might not, not actually be a bad idea. But today, I wrote down three questions when you're making a decision that I think are important for you to ask, important for me to ask uh, before we make a decision. Because you know what choices, and one of the issues we're talking about in this terms of personal mastery, one of the uh, primary actions of personal mastery, because personal mastery, as we've been talking about on the JC Talks podcast, it is not a destination. It is a journey. It's a place where you're going long-term. It's actions you take every single day. And one of the uh, one of the actions is to con- the 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 fifth action that we list is 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 continually thinking long term versus short term, and I call that generational thinking. So that's when we're getting ready to make decisions. We not only think about where we are in in our current state and our current time and our current context. We look back on our history, where have I come from. Uh, What's the journey my parents have made, my grandparents, great grandparents, all, you know, you look at your life and you look at where you've come from and then you step back in and then you look forward. How will this decision I'm getting ready to make, especially for the big decisions, how would this decision I'm getting ready to make affect the people around me? If you have a family, you have a spouse, a partner, how would it affect your spouse, partner, family? How will it affect my kids? How will it affect my grandkids? How will this decision affect my great grandkids? How will this decision affect my great, great grandkids, right? It's all the way down, generational thinking. Because one day, your great, 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 great grandchildren, and I could go on and on, will be 40, 50, 60 years old. Boy, that, that's something, and you're not going to be around to see it. But what are the, the decisions that you're making today that will affect your great, 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 great grandchildren when they're 40, 50 years old. That's a, that's a very humbling way of thinking. So choices matter. Decisions that we make matter. And so I think we have to be very careful. Now, I'm preaching to the choir here because if you knew me in my 20s and probably early 30s, I didn't know how to make decisions. I didn't know the right questions to ask. And because of that, I've made choices in my life that have had consequences that I haven't always liked especially in my 20s. Oh, my goodness. My early 20s. Oh, my goodness. All kinds of choices. Um, And I tend to tell people now you may disagree with me on this, but 
I don't necessarily, you know, believe in, in good or bad choices. I just think there are choices and there are consequences. And if you make a choice and you don't like the consequences, you got to make another choice, right? That kind of takes this, you know, when we think in terms of I'm going to make a bad decision, no, you're going to make a decision and then you're going to have to deal with the consequences, whatever they are. If you don't like the consequences, then you need to make a different decision next time. That's how it works. So that all of this being said, when you're getting ready to make a decision, here are three questions that I think could help guide you on the decision making process. The first question is this, what brings me emotional tension? What brings me inner conflict? What brings me anxiety? Now, there will be people who disagree with me, but I'm putting it out there. And this, this, goes, this may be a me thing, a JC thing, but it could work for you. Emotional tension, we've been talking about this on the podcast, on the JC Talks episode. Emotional tension is created by creative tension. Creative tension is the gap between your current reality, where you are right now, and the vision of where you want to go. That's creative tension, which creates emotional tension which emotional tension then causes anxiety and hopelessness and discouragement. It can create all of that if we're not careful, if we're not working towards personal mastery. Now, so what happens is when we have emotional tension, for many people, they want to alleviate that tension. So what, so what do they do? They bring the vision all the way back to the current reality. We've talked about that in former episodes, so I want to encourage you to go back and hit those up. Um, so that's what people do. Now, if you're constantly doing that in life and you're saying, okay, I don't like this tension, so I'm going to bring my vision back to my current reality, here's what happens. You're never pursuing anything in life. You have no purpose. You have no vision. So here's what I would say. If you are living with purpose and vision, you're going to have emotional tension. Why? Because your purpose and vision, your vision at least, is way over here and your current reality is over here. So that's going to cause tension in your life. So I say this again, when making a decision, what causes you emotional tension? If you've got two paths that you can take in front of you, which path in front of you creates the most emotional tension? I would say this, that may be the path that you want to consider going. Why? Because more than likely that path is the one that is going to be hardest because it's taking you closer to your vision. It's taking you closer to your dreams and to your goals, what you want for yourself, for your team, for your organization. So that's the first question that I believe you need to ask when making a decision. What brings me emotional tension? If there's no tension, if there's nothing stirring anything up in you, more than likely you've made the wrong decision. Now, what if both decisions bring you emotional tension? That's a really good question. What brings you the most emotional tension? This may lead into the next question right here. The second question I would encourage you to ask is, what is the narrow path? What is the narrow path? Now, this is kind of a religious connotation here. I've said this on the podcast before. While I'm open to all religions and I, I have friends from all faiths, backgrounds, even atheists, uh, I have chosen the Christian faith to be my guiding direction, my guiding philosophy in life. In the Christian religion, there is what is called the narrow path. And it talks about, and I'm not going to start preaching here, but it talks about there's a there's a a larger, more broad path that you can take. And there's also a narrow path that you can choose. The narrow path, according to the Christian faith, according to the New Testament, when you read about it, uh, it's the harder path. It's, it, 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 it's the way toward Christ-likeness. Okay, that's what it would be. 
It's always the narrow path. So the broad path would be the choice that everybody's making. It's taking the highway versus taking the little narrow road over here. And the highway is easier because it's a freeway. It's paved. Uh, you got a lot more people on it. There's a lot more comfort on the freeway. Everyone's going in that direction. The narrow path way off over here on the side is this little pathway. It's a little rockier. There's no pavement on it. Uh, it might be gravelly in some places. It might be dirt in other places, but it's a lot harder. It's a lot harder to take that path. Um, but here's what I found in life. And maybe you have found it as well. Normally in life, when you're getting ready to make a decision, the narrow path is the path uh, that you want to take, especially for those who are trying to pursue a life of greatness. It's taking the narrow path. It's not taking the path that everyone else is going. If you look down the journey, you look down the path and you have two paths in front of you and one is the one everyone else is taking, more than likely, that's not the path that you want to choose. That's not the path that I want to choose. That's not the path that we should be choosing, right? Typically, we choose that path. That's where we go. But success and greatness uh, is typically found when we take the harder the, uh, the harder. Uh, way. the and, and I'll tell you this what, I'll tell you this from experience. Life is more beautiful. It's, it's, with, it's more anxiety. It's more anxious driven. It, there's a lot more things that we don't know in there, but life is more beautiful when we take the narrow path. I promise you this. 20, you know, go on a hike at some point. Now, again, make sure people know where you are and don't go out in the middle of nowhere where no one can find you. But, you know, there are normally paths that you can take. You can take the broad path that everyone else is taking, or you can take the narrow path. Uh, when you take the narrow path, uh, for instance, when I go out here to Mission Trails, there are a couple ways to get up to the top. One is really hard. Actually, both ways are really hard, but one is so much more exciting and more beautiful, and you get to see a lot more you get close up to insects and animals. And e even as you're coming down, there are two different ways to kind of come down and get back to your car. One takes you through a stream and through rocks and through you know trees, and you're kind of in the forest. But you know what? It's also a lot harder. You're slipping and falling. Uh, you know, there's a lot more chance for accidents on that. I remember taking the narrow path one time after it rained, and I fell. I think it was three or four different times. It was awful but it was a beautiful walk. I'm still remembering it to this day. The other ways, the, you know, you get the point that I'm trying to make here. From a spiritual perspective, the narrow path, the road less taken, right? The road less traveled. That's the way that you should go. And I'm actually going to look that up as we're sitting here on the podcast, because I, um, I don't know why I put in Ross there. I want, I, want, I want to read that for us before we go. So the, rail, the road less traveled, uh, poem, I think is what it's called, right? Poem, is that what it is? The Road Less Traveled Poem. So I'm looking that up now. Okay, so that's, so that's number two. The first one is what brings me, what brings me emotional tension? And the second one is what is the, the, the narrow path? And, and then number three, here's the question you want to ask before you make a decision. What is the choice the person I want to be would make? What is the choice? So you're standing in front. If you have an idea of who you want to be as a person and you're standing in front, you have two choices in front of you. Ask yourself the question, the person I want to be 10 years from now, the vision I have for myself in this moment right now, what is the choice that person would make? And what's cool about it is the choice you would make because it's you. 
right? It's, it's the person that, that you're pursuing. But this kind of comes, you know, this third question, you kind of have to know who you are and where you're going. You kind of have to know who you want to be in life. But most of us have a, a, a decent view of the person we want to be, even if it's not some kind of written out, you know, a description. We know the kind of person we want to be. And so if you have a tough choice in front of you, ask yourself the question, what would the person I want to be? How would they make this choice right now? How would they be thinking right now? How would they be processing right now? Who would they talk to? Who would they call right now? And then do those things. Three questions when making a decision. What brings me emotional tension? Because when you have an emotional tension, it means you're going towards something big. You're going towards a vision. What, what is the narrow path versus the path that everyone else is taking? And then what is the the decision, what is the choice, the person I want to be, what is the choice that person would make? Let me read this for you. Robert Frost, The Road Not Taken. Two roads diverged in a yellow wood. And sorry, I could not travel both. And that's how it works in life, right? We're faced with choices in life. And unfortunately, we can't take both of them. And if you try to take both of them, you, you go halfway down one and halfway down the other, you never reach uh, full potential or full, or full success on that path. Two roads diverged in a yellow word, uh, uh, yellow wood, and sorry, I could not travel both. And be one traveler, long I stood and looked down one as far as I could to where it bent in the undergrowth. Then took the other as just as fair and having perhaps the better claim because it was grassy and wanted wear. Though as for the passing there, had warned them really about the same. And both that morning equally lay, in leaves no step had trodden black. Oh, I kept the first for another day. Yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I should ever come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh. Somewhere ages and ages hence. Two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. I, w- I want to say this for you, leader. When you choose the hard path versus the path of least resistance, I have no data or science in front of me to back this up, but I will tell you, and you know, you know, you know, you're choosing the right path. I heard a saying one time that went like this. Normally, the difficult path and the right path are the same way. And this goes back to what we said last week in the episode of JC Thoughts. Normally, usually, the right decision is easier to make than you think. And if you don't know what that is, ask the following question. Three questions. What brings emotional tension? What is the narrow path? What is the decision the person I want to be would make? And then live with courage, live with boldness, and choose the right path. I'll see you next week.